0: It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Punk Rock Reflection. I'm going for a walk. What's up, Punk Rock Classrooms? It is Mike here, and I am excited to bring you a Punk Rock Reflection. If you are a follower of the show, like you you look forward to every Monday, you know we've been on a little hiatus. Just things have been pretty busy for Josh and I. So last week, we just kind of, you know, didn't do anything. Took the week off and just were trying to get catch up on things uh, professionally and personally. And uh, now we're coming back. So I am breaking that hiatus and breaking that streak with uh, Punk Rock Reflection in... What I wanted to talk about is happiness, like true happiness. And there's a reason that I want to discuss happiness today, because one, these past two weeks... I've really been in a great place, mentally, physically, emotionally, like true, truly happy. Um, even when things don't go my way or when you put in those situations, I've still found, you know, that silver lining. I've still found happiness in in everything and not letting that negativity focus, you know, take, take my focus away. Um, you know, if you're from the hardcore scene, a lot of it's like that PMA, that positive mental attitude. And then two, I was having a conversation with somebody and they gave a statement of, you know, we're not responsible for people's happiness. Like we're not responsible for others' happiness and whether that is at work, you know, if you are a leader or even if, you know, you're, you're not a leader, you're just an employee, like you're not responsible for other people's happiness um, on the job. And then I even was talking about it with um, my wife, that statement, and it, it holds true to family life, I mean, and, and I'm going to go a little more detail explaining what I mean by how we're not responsible for other people's happiness. Um... So let's start with that. You know, I'm a building principal. I've been on my campus for eight years. I want people to enjoy coming to work. I want our students to enjoy coming in our building and have this love of learning, knowing that they are as much, they they, they as much own the building and the decisions we make as the staff do, as I do. So, of course, I want people to be happy. So, what I do in my role is I try to find ways to spread that joy, to show my appreciation for others, to to bring some fun and energy to our building, you know, from from staff meetings that were taking place in the gym where we're crawling on each other's backs, trying to flip paper or trying to see how you can pass seven tennis balls amongst your group the fastest to playing music in the parking lot in the morning and at, and at lunchtime with the students for doing March Madness shootout contests with the staff just to kind of break up the monotony of the day-to-day coming in, making copies, teaching kids, going home, like trying to bring that fun, you know, that, that's part of my role. Like that's part of me being the principal, creating that culture, creating that positive, collaborative, you know, engaging, fun atmosphere. And, you know, I I work on that every single day, but that statement, we're not responsible for other people's happiness. You know, what that means is I can't force someone to be happy. I can't make someone enjoy the staff meeting as much as I try to make it enjoyable for for everyone. You know, I can't make a staff member want to do a March Madness tournament, like to take five, 10 minutes out of their planned period or before or after school to meet with their, their opponent and shoot their baskets. Like I can't make someone want to do that, you know, and I've noticed right now, you know, not right now. I mean, we've known this since the pandemic has started, even before the pandemic. I mean, a lot of people use the pandemic as as an excuse. Um, and if you've read my latest blog, "21 Excuses," you know that. That's exactly what it is. Sometimes it's an excuse. But so there's so many things put on educators right now coming from, you know, our district level, from, you know, district administration, school board, from state level, um, you know, even from, you know, the federal level, like there's so many extra things being put on educators. It's, it's making the job hard. You know, and you see on social media all the time people complaining how you know they just have lost their love for the job. They've they don't think they can stay in it. We're losing teachers left and right. We're not having young educators come into the profession because of everything going on. And if you've been listening to the podcast, if you've read any of my blogs over the past couple of years, you know that I've been very unhappy with everything. I've I've taken a lot personally during this time, and it's kind of it's it's kind of dawned on me where i'm in control of that like there's there's three things we really can't control and that is our will our choices and our reactions and i've been studying a lot of uh, like stoicism and you know being being aware of ourselves our surroundings and being in the moment and that's kind of what's made the difference for me um So these past few weeks, I've really focused on that. The things that happen to me at work, you know, I get the phone call, hey, Mikey, you need to implement this. You need to talk to this parent because they're upset. You know, you need to create this report, whatever it may be. You know, at home, things don't go right or something comes up, you know, an unexpected um, repair or something like that. You know, these are things that, you know, I would sometimes dwell on and let it get to me and get frustrated. And it would cloud everything. It would cloud my whole vision for everything else going on. And I've really found that if I kind of stop, think about the situation and know that this is what's happening. I can't control this situation that I'm being put in, but I can control how I react, how I approach it, and kind of what I'm going to do. Going forward, and it's made a tremendous difference in in everything I've done—work, personal. I mean, everything. Even even my my training, my working out routine—it's made a huge difference. And I haven't been stressed. I haven't been worrying about what's going to happen next. You know, and that's one of our—that's one of the biggest things that that bring us down. We stress out and create anxiety over things we think are going to happen in our head. And I've I've really been trying to be aware of myself and where I'm at. Um, And so, like I said, things have come up at work. There's things that have come up at work these past two weeks where typically it would throw me off for two days. And as my wife would say, I'd be making a mountain out of a molehill. But I've really been aware, okay, before I go talk to this parent that's standing out in our vestibule, before I take this phone call, before I react to this situation that's going on with another staff member, let me think. It's not... I can't control them. I can't control their emotions. I can just control myself. And taking that kind of approach where it's it's just, this is what it is, and when has screaming out in anger and frustration and pounding my fists, have I ever said, oh, I'm glad I reacted that way? Never. There's there's never a time to overreact like that. It doesn't solve anything. So really me just kind of taking this calculated, calm approach, knowing that I'm. this is just a, a, a small moment. This is just a small moment in time that I'm going to get through this and then we'll move on to the next thing. And I've also been spending a lot of time looking at at these positives, all these silver linings, amidst missed everything. You know, a lot of people are complaining about being an educator right now, and, and I'm not giving them any blame or fault. You know, that's that's how they feel. Like it's it's very frustrating right now. But as is every single career, every field, every profession is facing these same things. Being short staffed, having to do things they have never had to done before, having all of these extra demands put on them. Um, so it's not just educators, it's everyone. And I've really been looking at the positives and everything. Like, yes, I still love being a school principal. Despite everything going on, I wouldn't want to do anything else because it's the job is too important. There's too much at stake. I need to help inspire and motivate these teachers to be the best teachers they can be. I need to inspire and motivate our kids to know that they have the power to change this world. And I need to inspire and motivate our community, our parents to know that we are in this together and we're going to move mountains by working together. And that's too important for me to ever walk away from this. So, with me, Trying to just take this one hill at a time. Look at how am I going to approach this. And knowing I have my crew behind me and not having this overreaction, it's been it's been amazing. like, I had someone reach out to me and they're like, the last time I talked to you, you were in a bad place. You made the statement that this is the most unhappy you have been in education your entire career. And I said, that was true. I go, but not anymore. I go, I've changed my whole outlook and my mindset and I love where I'm at right now. I love that I have these challenges. I'm grateful to have these challenges that I need to overcome because that's where true growth is going to come from. If I wasn't put in these situations and stepped back and thought, how am I going to get past this moment in time? Because that's all it is. I would not grow. I would not become a better leader. I would not become a better husband or father. I would not become a better human being. And so I'm grateful for those things. And So then it kind of comes back to that statement of we're not responsible for others' happiness. I can't make everyone have this mindset. I can't make someone love the profession of education, again, if they're in that spot. But I guess I just want people to know, like, you're in control of that. You need to look at your situation. You need to look at the positives of what you do have. Look at where you're at and, and the, the impact you can make, the lives you touch as an educator. Think about your why. Why did you get into this profession? And that, you know, if you, if you take that approach, I'm, I'm, I really believe that you're going to see the joy and that spark ignite again. And then knowing these situations that come your way, these unfortunate things that come to you, it's just a moment in time and it's just a test and you can get through it. You are strong. You've got your crew behind you. So, you know, you are in control of your happiness. You're in control of your mind. The three things you control, only three things that you truly can control in this world which are so powerful though, your will, your choices, and your reactions. And that's the one I really been focused on my reactions. And it's made a world of difference crew. So I highly suggest, you know, if you're struggling, if you're in that dark place, you don't know where to turn to. You've got the crew. We're here for you. Shoot us a DM, shoot us an email, reach out, but you've got yourself. Look at yourself. Look at everything going on look at everything you do have you know you've got a roof over your head you've got food on your table you've got a family that loves you i mean those things are priceless that other people are dying to get so take a look at yourself and if you need some help or or you you want some advice or you just want to shoot the breeze like i said we're here all right crew hopefully you enjoyed my punk rock rant because that's what they always are um you can follow me uh, oh before I get to that stuff what have I been listening to the new comeback kid just came out Heavy Steps and I was not looking forward to this record Um, I did not really dig the singles they put out prior to it but the record is amazing it is heavy it is great Just great quality, just like this crunching, heavy, you know, hardcore, like metal tinge to it. Like, oh, new comeback, kid. Go check it out. Heavy Step. Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Mike R. Earnshaw. You can find my lovely co-host, my brother-in-arms, Josh, at at Josh R. Buckley, both Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us at Punk Classrooms. And then we got the website, punkrockclassrooms.com. We got blogs up there. We've been getting more blogs off. I've gotten back, I got that writing bug back, so I've been writing a lot more. We got some guest blogs. We got a poetry section. We got a section where, shameless plug coming, you can buy my book, The EduCulture Cookbook, which is all about creating this positive, collaborative, fun, engaging school and classroom environment. I would love for you to pick up a copy. Let me know what you think. Uh, Drop a five-star review on Amazon. And we got the merch table. You can grab some merch, get some fresh swag. And you know you can also, um, if you're interested in some quality non-alcoholic beers, check out my Twitter because I am an athletic brewing ambassador and I got discount codes for you, 20% off. So follow me and hit me up. Crew, thanks for listening. And we will see you at the show I'm going for a walk not be up to dinner time I'm going to use my hands and I'm going to use my mind And who the hell are you to tell me what to do You can't even tie your own hang you your shoes This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network Better today better tomorrow and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. We'll see you on the next episode.